listener, welcome to Kirei Podcast, the podcast all about business English skills. I'm Kirena Widiani Putri. In this episode, I will talk about successful negotiations. What do you think about negotiations? Negotiation is something we all have to do on some level. You might be part of a team discussing a huge contract, or on the phone trying to get a good deal on office supplies, or in your manager's office asking for a raise. Negotiations happens every day. You might say that in business everything is negotiable. To kick off, we're going to look at what you do before you start negotiating. That's right, this is about doing your groundwork. It's impossible to overstate the importance of being prepared, no matter what type of negotiation you are headed into. The more you know and understand going in, the better deal you'll walk out with. So, where do you start? From a podcast I've heard before, that is Business English Podcast episode Negotiation 1, on the podcast it says that good preparations begin with learning about the other party. You want to understand their style, personality, and the way their groups work. And you also want to understand their negotiating style. What exactly do we mean by style? No, this isn't whether they dress conservatively or casually. This is about how they negotiate. Are they formal or informal? Are they analytical or emotional? Are they aggressive or passive? Knowing these things will help you tailor your response and approach. For example, if you walk into a negotiation and open with an informal and slightly aggressive approach, but the other party is accustomed to more formal and rational negotiations, you may put them off. Of course, I agree with that because as we know, a lot of negotiating style comes down to culture. Germans, Koreans, Russians, and Indians will all negotiate differently. So, do a bit of research and find out how this group typically approach a negotiations. This will reduce misunderstanding and help you craft your approach. In Business English Podcast episode Negotiation 1, it's also said that beyond style, you need to know how the other groups operate. How do they make decisions? Are they aiming for group consensus? Does the person in front of you have the authority to sign off on a deal? These are things you need to know. Great, now you also need to understand the other party's position. That is, what exactly do they want and need? And what are they willing and unwilling to give up? To do this, you can try to get inside information, analyze their business situation, and find out about previous deals. Everyone heads into a negotiation with a list of priorities. It might not be written down anywhere. It could just be a general idea like, we can't play around with price too much, 
but the timeline is less important. If you know this, you have power. You can also benefit from information about their options. If they can't make deal with you, do they have others waiting? Or are you the only one who can give them what they need? How time sensitive is a deal? Can they wait? Or is that simply not an option for them? This type of information will help you immensely during the negotiation. I totally agree with the statement that understanding the other party's position is also necessary to figure out your basic position. And you shouldn't have one position in mind. You shouldn't have three. There's your dream deal, your expected deal, and your deal breaker. Put another way, what do you really hope for? What can you be satisfied with? And what will you not settle for? Remember, your reach must exceed your grasp. In other words, aim for more than you think you're likely to get. But don't forget that you're probably going to have to compromise somewhere. The final aspect of preparation in Business English Podcast episode Negotiation 1 says mental preparation. Be strong and not anxious. Think of the negotiation as a discussion between equals, not a boxing match in which there's a clear winner and loser. Making too strong of a power play or appearing too subordinate will hurt you. So, relax and treat the negotiation as a problem to be solved with the other party. Well, I think in this way, negotiation is just like anything else in life. The more prepared you are, the more likely you are to succeed. So, don't leave too much to change. Get ready and get negotiating. What should you be thinking about and saying when you're sitting down at the table working on deal? From a podcast I've heard before, that is Business English Podcast, episode Negotiation 2, it begins with the idea of control and restraint. And here, I'm talking about controlling yourself. You might want to go in with guns blazing and overpower the other party with a show of strength, but that is usually the wrong thing to do. You might scare them right out of the room. Enter the negotiations calm, cool, and collected. Treat it as a business discussion. To discuss, don't attack. Now, a wise man once said, We have two ears and one mouth, and we should use them in those proportions. In other words, listen more than you speak. When you listen, you get information, and the more information you have, the better your position. Listening also makes the other parties feel validated. Okay, so that's all about control and restraint. Now, how can you deal with the actual give and take of negotiation?
Well, I've some tips for you that I got after listening to the Business English Podcast episode Negotiation 2. First of all, when you're talking about money, don't be the first to give a number. You might miss out on a sweet deal if you divulge too much information. For example, maybe your company design websites and you're in talks with a big company about a project. Their budget might be much bigger than what you usually charge. If you learn that, you stand to gain a lot. But you also need to remember not to get too hung up on money. The price might be an important point, maybe even the most important point to you, but it's never the only one. Move negotiations get stuck on the issue and never move past it. There could be a great deal possible for both parties, but they don't even realize it because they're not talking about other terms. Negotiations are all about concessions. You get some and you give some away. And hopefully you get more than you give. So you should always be looking for the change to gain concessions. Never give anything away for free. If the other party says, oh, we need the faster than the three months you propose. Then you can say, well, that will come with a higher price tag. And when you make concessions, try to define ones that are easy for you but very valuable to the other parties. I mentioned that some negotiations get stuck. That's okay, it happens. And when it does, don't be desperate. According to some expert, the key to successful negotiating is the willingness to walk away. If you need a deal, you will get a bad one. If you are prepared to not make a deal, you may get a better one. When the other parties knows that you can and might walk away, they may soften their position. What happens when one side seems to hold all the cards? What if they've option and they're your only choice? Wouldn't that mean their hand is so strong that all you can do is bend to their whims because you need to deal more? Don't worry, using the right negotiation techniques can help you to even the playing field. From a podcast I've heard before that is Coaching for the Leaders podcast. On the podcast, it says that unique preparation considerations. It may sound obvious, but being prepared is the best advice. Giuseppe points out, if you don't plan in advance, whenever you go into the meeting without preparation, without background work, the other party will take advantage of you. They will use their leverage and will strike a much better deal than the one you could get. This doesn't just mean knowing your numbers or preparing for a specific meeting. 
It means laying down the necessary groundwork long before you start negotiating. Even if you are in a monopoly position, there are still ways to shape the deal that can help you. Can the structure of the deal affect the price? Will the certainty of the longer term arrangement lower the cost, for example? Or can you bundle items, buying not only just the monopoly item, but also the other products they supply that you can search elsewhere, creating a wager purchase for a lower unit cost? Essentially, it's asking yourself what you can do to be a more attractive partner, then using that to even up to the negotiation so that there is some leverage on both sides. So, in this podcast, we've learned what we do before we start negotiating. Negotiation is just like anything else in life. The more prepared you are, the more likely you are to succeed. So, don't leave too much to change. Get ready and get negotiating. We've talked about exercise restraint, don't make things personally, look beyond money, make sure you get more than you give, and be willing to walk away. With those things in mind, you're sure to walk out of your next negotiation with a smile on your face. Using this knowledge means you can structure your negotiation in a way that offers both benefits to both sides. Alright, that's all for today. I hope you are enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening to Kirei Podcast. I'm Kirena Widiani Putri. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Kirena WDRNI. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.